Tonight's New York revival is dedicated to Damar Hamlin. We're wishing you a full and speedy recovery. And for tonight, pray for Damar, people. That don't get you in the mood. I don't know what else will. Welcome to New York Revival. Thank you for spending your Tuesday night with us. And welcome to New York Revival, man, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment. And I'm mm-hmm. here with my brothers, man. You guys know who this is, man. Of course, it's your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes. And I'm here with my brothers, Mr. Glass Half Four. Let's speed if you never. My brother El Jefe is in the building, man. And guys, welcome, man. This is a celebration. If you guys aren't celebrating, don't have your drinks handy. I don't know what it is, man. Go get your drinks right now. We're going to give you hey. five seconds to report to the dance floor immediately with your drinks in your hand because right now it is a celebration. I mean, we were ready. If we were ready, they should be Let's ready. Let's go. And man, you just tied it up 2 2. I'm fucking pumped. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Guys, back in the building. We, before we go, before we do that, let's go around the room, guys. How was your weekend? And I'm going to start with, of course, my guy, Mr. L. Hefe, because it seems like I, I start with Mr. Glass at full all the time. So I try to switch yeah, it. I try so to honestly, it. I'll be honest. You do a good job of mixing it up because I never know who you're going to say. Like, every, every time he's like, I'm going to go with, I'm like, every time I feel like it's me, it's going to be. It's, it's, yeah, it's going to be. So you do a good job because there's no way they know who you're going to say because I don't. Um, but, dude, uh, New Year's Eve was incredibly lame, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do shit. Oh, I didn't do shit. a damn thing. Um, but I did go pretty hard the night before. Um, mm-hmm. This is this is a little something for all the married men out there. If you have kids especially. Mm-hmm. I proposed this to my wife and it worked beautifully. Instead of buying sure. each other shit that you don't need and spending money that you don't need to spend... You offer your wife a day, right? Where she can, you take the kids. Uh, yeah, you actually need to have kids. Otherwise, she could just do this anytime. So <laughs> you, you take the kids, let her go out there and live her life, go shopping, nails, hair, whatever she wants to do for the whole day, right? But in return, you get a night and she has to take the kids out the house and she needs to go oh, sleep yeah. somewhere with the kids. And she went to her yes. in-laws and I had a night, right? I had a poker night. I was up till four in the morning. I it was like there was no tomorrow for me, so I wasted my opportunity to sleep in because I stayed up till four in the morning. But it was worth it. It always and works that, like that. That was, that, yeah. was a, that was a damn damn good night. But uh, <laughs> you know why we're here, man. I'm I'm I can't wait to get into it. But Spiro, big dog, yo, big listen. Dog. I mean, I had uh, so I I usually take the week off before uh, between Christmas and New Year's. Um, that, that's our vacation staycation we go up to the Boconos chill out good times man like you know we went snow tubing we had a good time with the kids the kids have oh. their best life that's what they do you know it's all about them but uh we also had you know some some partying going on we had some good times I, I gained probably five ten pounds 
but <laughs> we're back. We're back on schedule here. <laughs> you back, you back um, to the Giants. Yet? <laughs> yeah, listen, it's cutting way time. But listen, Giants got us into the playoffs and got me into this whole new mode now. Like, we wanted to see them go out and dominate and win that game, get us into the playoffs. Now playoff mode is engaged. And, like, I'm, an, I'm just happy as shit right now. I'm happy as shit going into this week. Good vibes only. Um, and I'm ready to talk football and sports with all you guys because I love you guys. That's why I come here every Tuesday night. Looking forward to this, man. I'm looking forward to this. E, how was your uh, New Year's? How was your weekend? How'd you do, man? Well, listen, guys, my weekend, my New Year's, man, I worked, man. So I was able to scroll through my uh, little personal <laughs> social media, and I see my family posting pictures, and I'm like, damn it, I wish I was there, man. Like, what the hell? You know what I mean? But duty soon. calls, I have to go make the money, but soon, guys, with your support, New York Revival can make it huge. I'm just saying. Yo. Come on, I'm just speaking this into existence, guys. You know what I mean? Why not? It's what we do. But, guys, it was lame as usual. But, guys, let me make this clear. If you guys nice don't know man. what this is by now, get in this chat, please. Yeah, yeah share, we love hearing from you. Subscribe. Hit that thumbs up. That thumbs up gets us more and more special guests on a revival, guys. Mm -hmm. They want to see that traction. They want to make sure that we, you know, you guys support us. So hit that thumbs up, share, Big tell guys. a friend to tell a friend, and guys. It's a celebration, man, but Spee, I think you have an announcement. What's, what's going on, man? What's going Oh, well, not so much of a, as, an announcement as a state of the can union. Can you address about, the people? Let's, let's address the people. Because this is New York Revival, and I like to remind people that we are more than just the Giants podcast here. We, we talk about everything. So, I mean, listen, this is our bread and butter, but we love ourselves a Ranger, our Rangers. We love ourselves the Knicks, the Nets. Um, we'll talk. We'll, we dabble with the Islanders and Jets every once in a while if the, if they're good, you know. We'll, we'll allow them into the conversation as well. But let's just talk about right now the New York Rangers sitting pretty. They're they're about uh, three points out of second place, you know. So we're chilling. Nice they're, recovery. They're, doing well. nice they're, recovery. They're, they're just catching their their stride again. Seven two and one. The last ten. Okay. They're they're just they're, we're laying low, getting our way back up to the top. Um, we talk about basketball, both teams in the playoffs right now, as currently constructed. I hate, I know you hate this, to hear this, Eli, but the <laughs> Nets have won 12 in a row. Damn, no really? Fucking joke, dude. 12 in a row. KD is going off. No, damn. They 12 are, tackles? They, damn. <laughs> 12 in a row? How did one you win? game out of first place in the conference, bro. That's on me. It's no <laughs> joke. It's no jokes. But oh, the Knicks you, are you have to give a look, right? You got to. Anytime oh. somebody says 12, anything, I go, 12? damn! 12! 12? 12 in a row? <laughs> that listen, is awesome. Uh, listen, it's better so in the like Knicks, right? Like I, listen, I gave up on the Knicks, man, so you got to let me know what's going on. I'm letting you know. They're, 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 they're having one of their better seasons in the past decade or so. So keep an eye on the Knicks. We will be engaging on these teams more once Giant season's over. We'll get get it into a little bit more, but we like to keep you guys informed too. Because again, like I said, this is about the New York revival. We try to pop up every team here, and no big deal. But this is our second playoff that in in two tries. No, sorry, four playoffs in four oh, tries. Sure. We have one championship baseball teams. We had we one had the hockey, the Rangers at the start, and we have the Giants now going to the playoffs. No big deal. No big the deal. Doing what? Four what playoff are the teams. Doing? Hold on, hey guys. If you, if you don't know playoffs, I'll tell you this. And the day that we launched the New York Football Club, 
Won their championship. Hey, the soccer look team. At this. The day look we launched. This. So, guys, the New York Revival is in. This is the revival of New York sports. But timing is everything, man. This was this is a blessing coming here. This we is the fastest growing podcast right now. This is crazy. Let's go. Let's go. All right, on to so, some bigger, better things. E, bring us into the real, the real talk. Here. Now, Come guys, on. let me tell you this, man. The New York Giants are in the playoffs since 2016. They finally clinched day one, and they are in, guys. Now, let me tell you this, man. This is a celebration, guys, so please get in that chat. Let us know what you're thinking and what you're drinking, and maybe we'll drop a link in there because I want to see you guys' face. I want to see you guys get wild up. Celebrate with us, you know what I mean? But, guys, I just want to take a moment, and New York Revival for my guys want to take a moment and just celebrate the guys that came in to get us to this promised land yes. since 2016. Jefe, mind doing the honors, please. Yeah, buddy. Listen. There it is. Look at there Coach Dapes. I mean, Jihad Ward also. I love that he's yes. yeah, dumping it on him. Like, he's been a great pickup. The relationship between oh, these two guys. Look at these. Look at these guys. You don't, see this. You don't see this around the league, like, boys like that. Imagine, like, any of our last head coach GM combo, and then there's this sweet oh, love. Look at the look sweet at, love in his eyes. That. Look at that look. Like, look at a T-bone. Look at that. And this was great from Lawrence Tynes. A shout out, Lawrence Tynes, yes. for this ceremony. Yes, shout out to Tynes for that. Baby. Burn that boat picture to the ground. Giants are back we in the did playoffs, it. baby. Guys, I just want you to understand, we did it. We've made it. We came this far. Oof. The New York Giants are back. Get that paper bag Good. off your head. And, guys, I just want to say another thing, too, because there's another person that actually emerged. Now, we could debate this out all we want to say, hey, it's against the Colts. But, guys, we got to give credit where credit's due. I am convinced I will no longer debate. I will no longer, as they say, hate I guess I don't know, <laughs> but I think he is the guy. But, guys, cool toast to Daniel freaking Jones, man. And I just want to give the people a little bit of stats, man, and then we're going to go into some videos here. Speed, I like it. Round of applause for Daniel Jones. He That was his coming out party. That was his coming out party, guys. And for the year, which I didn't even know, looking up these days, shout out to Speed, of course, the, the genius behind all this. But, guys, passing yard is 3,205, which is career high. Rushing yards, 708 throughout the years. And and we were all, you know, run more, DJ, run more. 708 <laughs> yards, right? Yeah. That's like insane. 700. 700. Very few people get reached that level as that's a quarterback. Ridiculous, like, we, that's ridiculous, bro. That's got to be, like, told. Like, that's, that's Lamar, a huge That's number. Lamar, right? That's Lamar. Yeah, that's that's everybody else. That, that's probably Josh Allen. You know you're what I mean? That, you know, that, that's that better than Josh Allen, I think. Yeah. That's better. So you're in that ballpark. But, guys, 67% in completions, rushing touchdowns. He has seven, and he has five interceptions, which is fewest in the NFL. Guys, Daniel Joe, and hold on, fourth, fourth quarter comebacks, guys. He has four. Five game-winning mm. Guys, I don't know what to tell you, and I didn't look at the stats at all. I was just looking at the eye test because a lot of people say, well, man, he doesn't have the stats. He doesn't have the stats. And I just want to ask Mr. Glass have fuller. Then I'm going to jump to El Jefe. Are the numbers lying to us as long with the eye test? Because, guys, for me, I think Daniel Jones passed and checked all them boxes, man, especially after yesterday's uh, this Sunday's game. So, Speed, let me know what you think, man, after getting all them numbers. And, guys, put in that chat as well. Yeah, I mean, listen, he you want – if you went into the season, if you were to say that 
this guy is going to match or surpass every career high that he's had previous to this year. Crazy. Would you have taken that as, as a Giants fan? You would say, hell yeah, sign me the fuck up. He has matched and surpassed everything he's done. He's not turning the ball over. He's Listen, is he taking the shots downfield that we want? Not yet, but it's coming. It's coming. It's the only knock that you really can have on him at this point. I, he has just been stellar with the ball. He's running the ball. He's passing well. You got Hodges now that it's helped him take that passing into the next level. Um, I, I've seen every, every – he's checked every box I want to see. The clutch fourth quarter – like you, you, we we want to see that dog in Daniel Jones, and we starting to see that dog, man, to the point where like Dan, Daniel, stop running, stop running a little bit more, like in the fourth quarter of that Colts game, because we're like, all right, he's taking too many hits. And so, listen, he is he's he's trying, he's doing, he's putting himself in position to get that next contract. He's doing what he can. Can he close out these last two games, three games now, on a high note? That's what we got to see. The jury, I'm not gonna say the jury's still out for me. But I want to see him end on a high note, and that would just, you know, sign me up. You know, do the, the, the fucking sign me up, GIF. Um, yeah, that's that's it for me, man. For, for the yeah. record, yeah. I don't care who the game was against because the Colts have had some, like, some sneaky games this year. Like, they had Philly against the ropes when Philly was on their, like, red-hot run, and Philly beat them by a point. Then they were up 33 points and had the biggest letdown in NFL history. So you don't accidentally go up 33 points. It wasn't like you were up 13. So this yeah, team was right. kind of sneaky there. Even though they fired their head coach, they're like they're not a good team. They're they have four wins. I get that. But I don't care. The Giants with their roster were not considered a good team either. So no. if you if you have one team going in one direction and the Colts going in the other, you're supposed to beat their ass. And Daniel Jones like we said we want to see that dog. We want to see that mm-hmm. dude come out and be dangerous. He was that guy. And I'm yeah. here to tell anybody yeah. who's still hating on him, it's okay to change your mind. Because okay. all I said all along, I was on the fence, right? I was never a truther, and I was never a trasher. <laughs> I thought, I honestly mm-hmm. thought both those people were crazy because the truth was yes. like still to be determined. <laughs> like politics, right? right. So, but what, what I have seen is a head coach who's getting the best out of him. Daniel's in the right system now. And the way he was making decisions in this past game, using his legs, and I've never seen him have this much zip on the ball. Every time he let go of the ball, it seemed to disappear and just arrive in, in the receiver's hands. I've never mm-hmm. – like, this was the, my favorite game of his career. Yeah. And and I, I – like as someone who's not just been blindly defending him no matter what, I have been convinced that Brian Dable can take this guy as far as we mm. want to go by continuing okay. to improve around him. So it's like okay it. – to change your mind if you were on the fence previously. And I do want to give Spiro credit because he always backed him, but he was never yeah. like, you know, if DJ made a bad play, Spiro didn't defend it. He said, DJ fucked up. He made a mistake. But like, you know, give him time. It's coming. It's coming. As opposed to some guys who are like, yeah, but the receiver didn't do this. It's like, bro, he made a mistake. Like, you don't have yeah, to defend okay. everything he yep. did. So yep. Spiro was always defending him, but always fair. And me and Eli were more on the fence, and now we've been convinced. And there's no wrong way to right. to be a Giants fan, which is debatable. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> there's a few, uh, there's a few we'll there. get into that later in the what got you pissed, man section. We will. Right. T- I'm going to touch on that later. But listen, DJ did it. Like I was never prouder of Daniel Jones than I was on Sunday. Wrap it up with that. Amen. And and let me let me add this, guys, if you don't mind. After giving Please. the people those numbers, right? 
Remember what everyone was saying at the beginning of the year? If not, let me refresh your memory, right? Everybody was like, you know what? I'll take Daniel Jones' rookie numbers, and that'll be a successful year. He surpassed it. He surpassed it. Mm. So that means mm. he exceeded your expectations, guys. He is your guy, okay? As far as the team of the Colts, like, hey, it's not the, it's not the team, it's the Colts. They're bad, guys. That's what you're supposed to do. Have yeah. games like that versus bad teams. I echo the same thing Jeff had said. And also, Mr. Glass had full here. Guys, Daniel Jones, that was his coming out party. Because guess what the coaching staff did? Called his number, and he went and made those plays, guys. Mm -hmm. I'm telling mm -hmm. you right now, that guy is your franchise quarterback. At least for now. I don't see no other better option out there. But I am convinced Daniel Jones is the future of this team. Now okay. I'm going to do this, guys, because every week I do this guy for you guys. And I'm going to put y'all right on the spot here. Oh, you here guys know I do this. You know I do this. All right? Let me tell you this, and I'm going to start with El Jefe here. Oh, shit. Yeah, this is going to be tough, man. This is going to be tough. To start these questions off. I'm so now we already know a contract got to come up for Daniel Jones. Mm -hmm. What is that magical number for you to sign him for a multi-year deal? What is that number? Well, we have to like be realistic here of, of what quarterbacks actually get paid in the league. Like in my mind, I would love to sign Daniel Jones for 25. Right? Yeah. Like I, I would feel comfortable with that based on his one very good year. But he is, but you're also projecting what a quarterback's gonna do, right? Like the mm -hmm. Chiefs gave Mahomes a 10-year deal because they're like, he's good, like this is eventually gonna be a discount by giving right, him right. 50 million a year, whatever they did. So you know, Lawrence Science put it out there today that the quarterback market suggests that he would get 40 a year and three or four oh. years, right? Like that's a shitload of money. And that's like yeah, it's un that's un an uncomfortable amount considering where the Giants cap is. And if you want to bring Barkley back, you're looking at not a lot of wiggle room to improve the roster elsewhere. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. there's that side of the but th that's why I'm glad Joe Shane is in his seat. Right. So like, <laughs> it, It's not up to me. It's not up to any of us here yeah. so you can debate all day long but i i would feel comfortable at 25 but i know he's going to get more than that because that's okay. what quarterback like it's not my money so don't let it make you that uncomfortable because yes. it's not your money right right, right. we'll pay for 13 dollar beers to go watch him that's our <laughs> that's, that's a fact that is a fact speed what is it what is your number so this number of mine has been climbing in my mind, and mm. more and more as, as I become more and more comfortable with Daniel coming back. Um, at first, I was hoping to get keep it around 20, but that no longer seems realistic. The more he plays well, it's the catch-22. The more he plays well, the higher his contract goes. Yeah. Now, when you look at the, at the cap hits for next year at the quarterbacks, the 11th highest is Jared Goff at $30 million. Um, now that is my absolute max, you know, and I don't want to be, I don't want to touch that number. Carson Wentz, which I don't know how, why Carson Wentz is at 26 at 12. You want to be in that range, you know, 25 to, to 28 in my mind is where I, I feel comfortable. Anything above that, I start like really getting a little anxiety, but the problem is, and this is how free agency works. You know, it's it's the next guy up. You know, every next contract yeah. gets gets yeah, paid, Eli was the highest and then going to get surpassed. Time. Right? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, but I also hate that players get paid on what they did in the past. A lot of times, right now, like you said, uh, Hefe, uh, you're paying this guy for what he's going to do in the future. He's 25 years old. Like he has 
like we, we're not paying a, a 28 29 30 year old who is already like he's 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 at his prime and that's the guy he is this guy could still get better yeah isaiah yeah. hodgins is his <laughs> wide receiver one this year we we, we like rich as much as we all love richie james right now he can be improved on you know <laughs> there's people that you could add and that will help daniel jones get better help his stats get better so 28 is my is like my number now uh eli if you want to it, it starts starts pushing it but listen if this is his base level if this is his floor and he's only gonna get better think about that, that that will be a bargain think about that right. <laughs> If you're talking about a playoff team year in, year out, then that's a bargain. Yeah. Now, I'm going to tell listen, you this, but, guys. Let, 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 me, let me tell you this, though. E, I want it to be a four-year contract, and I want that four-year – there's got to be a team option to get out of it in two. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, mm-hmm. you are still have to draft your next quarterback and find your elite – you want them to have a top three guy. You always want to try for a top three, top five guy. They should still be trying to do that. The, the Chiefs did that when I had Alex Smith. Alex Smith was a per- perfectly fine They player. were a playoff team, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And I, DJ is a great comparison to Alex Smith. You you build your playoff team the whole way, and you you, you keep trying to go at that, that guy to try and find your top three and guys. You know when it's time, right? And you know when it's time, right? Agreed. Exactly. I totally agree. Guys, and I know you're comfortable with the 28, 25 range, but I'm going to do something a little different. I'm not going to give you what I'm comfortable with. I just think what I'm thinking they're going to sign him for, and that's $35 million. I think that's the magical number Daniel Jones is going to get on this market. Unless a team is going to overly reach for him, which I highly doubt. But I really do think they're going to offer Daniel Jones $35 million, a five-year contract with a one-year option to get out. And uh, it's going to piss off some fans because as much as we think we're ahead in the cap game, if you look at those numbers after signing DJ, after signing Saquon, guys, that money yeah. is gone. <laughs> yeah. That money is gone. So I'm definitely like anxious to see mm. what Joe Shane is going to do with that cap and what the, he's going to do with, with Daniel Jones. But I would say if he's looking for 45, I don't think Daniel Jones is getting signed again. I think they, well, they're going to yeah. let him, okay, go walk, go figure it out. We'll see you later. We just have to drive somebody that's developmental. Or Tyrod, be that, be that bridge for us. Let's figure it out. But I'm telling you, Daniel Jones is going to command the at least is 35 million, at least coming from the Giants, man. And somebody else will try to reach out for him. But jeez, listen, no. all numbers this, I'm uncomfortable. This is the thing, and um, you know, SC That's alumni weird. said, SC alumni over here. I, I put that comment up. He says if we lowball him at 25, you know, he's he's going to want want more. Then you let the let DJ walk if he if he gets if someone wants to give him 35 to 40 to 45, you let him go. Let him and go. You say you know what we tried. But if you're DJ, why not come back to a system that you know has gotten you the best production on a team that's ascending in the right direction? Money in aside, the New York market. There's no way he wants. He, I don't even think he cares about the market. There's no I, way he wants yeah. to play for another coach right now. Right, he should and, right. and pack up his life and move. There's no way. Why would you want to leave this to go to the Colts? He <laughs> where wants, it he like wants they're to a be where disaster? Saquon is. This is where all his like he is not a go pack up and go start a new life in a new city and be a like. No, he's a quiet, humble just guy. It's, here. <laughs> it's one of those situations where like I wish he didn't have an agent because if we were like, yeah, hey DJ, know. we'll give you fifteen million, he'd probably be like, okay, yeah. You know? <laughs> but, his, but, his, but, but his agent, he's a Labrador. Yeah, yeah. like, okay. <laughs> agents know better. The agents are going to squeeze every penny. I think it is going to be a negotiation, and ultimately, I think it's going to be Daniel saying, "Back off! I can play here for three years and be a very rich man with the team that I want to be with." And Daniel mm-hmm. seems like that kind of dude. So, 
Last thing, maybe give him a player option in year three. If he's doing so good that he's out, out playing all his numbers, you give him an, a player option to get out of his own contract too at that point. Maybe maybe he wants to get paid more. So you, you have the team option year two after year two. You have the player option year three to rip up the contract and get get, get out. You know, I trust Joe Shane in this whole negotiation yeah. process. I trust now that let, he'll make the right move. Let me ask you guys this. Do you load his contract with incentives at this point? Because yeah, it's going to yeah, be so rich. Absolutely. Would Absolutely. you guys like at least throw that at him? Or would because I know he's gonna look for guaranteed money, but would you throw out incentives at this point? Because I think I'll be comfortable with a little more incentives. Oh yeah. Hell I yeah. think you have to you have to put bake that in. You know, say you reach the 30, 30 uh touchdown plateau, you make a pro bowl, you get us to the playoffs again. You know, there's there's so many ways to, to bake in stuff into that contract. Um so I I, I again I and listen. I still think that salary cap is going to go sky high in about two years. You know, the salary cap's going to go up higher and higher. And, and you're, you're getting out of the, the Leo contract pretty soon. You're going to get out of the Kenny Galladay contract pretty soon. You know, there, there's ways to manipulate the cap, and they will do it. I trust Joe Shane. One, one more thing Shane, on, on the on the contract. If, if they get into this negotiation, his agent is just like – he knows that there's a, a, a small market for DJ, but there would be a couple teams that would pay for him. Do you think they they switch their strategy and maybe use the the tag on Daniel and make him do it again, and then it's still a, you could still negotiate? Yeah, because that, that that gets you what in thirty. I think it's thirty million. 30s. I think right, right which is yeah. what his annual would be anyway. Right, right. So it's do you all right? Let's guarantee it for a year and see what happens. And, and again, Daniel Jones is the kind of guy that's going to sit out because he gets tagged. So I like he's going to play under that that tag. It makes sense, man. They're, this is the thing. They have good good options here. They have good options. And uh, yes. Yeah. Quick yeah, time I, I out. That, I, think, I saw well, a I think comment we bring that I wanted to. Oh, so real quick, guys. Uh, quick sidestep, and then we can go on to another topic. Yes. But, uh, Absolutely. Um, we are working on a storefront for our merch. We had a good Ooh. meeting today. We're working on that for you because I saw Smooth's comment here. And he wants that uh-huh. hat with, with a revival logo on it. So Ooh, not a bad if, idea. If you, if you did place an order, we are, we are well aware you didn't get it yet. This is why we're, we're setting up a storefront and we're moving in that direction. Um, but that was just the first wave to, to get the logos out there and everything. But mm-hmm. we're going to sort all that out. But uh, a storefront is in, the, is in the very near gotcha. future. We can get Definitely. a bunch of revival stuff. So. It'll be cool. Absolutely. Definitely. We're talking Absolutely. about mugs. We're talking about beanies. We're talking about aprons. You know, El Chefe, baby. We're talking about all of that stuff coming soon. We don't want to give too much away. But, guys, when that storefront launches, please go support, man. There's going to be fire out is. there. We're going to give you guys fire to play fire. with. Fire. Like three, three, I'm telling you, fire. Three, three Rangers tied it up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. All right. All right. All right. So, guys, by the way, did our eyes deceive us at the beginning of the year? Maybe we really thought Daniel Jones wasn't that good because recently it just came out that Ooh, Brian Dayball this is wild. <laughs> put him through like put him through training camp to make Tyrod Taylor look better and him look bad in order to try to you know put him through the ringer. Guys, mm-hmm. you feel like it worked? How do you feel about it, man? And I'm gonna start with Mr. Glass half full, man, and chat. Get in that comment section. We want to see that go off too, man. But what do you think about that? I love it, and I, I, whether it's true or not, I'm choosing to believe it's a, a fact because Dable is that kind of guy. You, you hear the stories about Dable all the time. This guy is next level thinking, and why not put him through the ringer at the beginning of the season so he's seen it all? 
Wink is the hardest defensive coordinator to go up against. He's made better quarterbacks than Daniel Jones look bad. Put his ass on the, on the line. Make him tough. They want him to take risks. It's And you're seeing the fruits of that labor now. It's coming, it's coming out now. He's seen it all. He knows where to go with the ball. He's seen all the pressure. Um, I fucking love it, dude. It, again, whether it's it's true or not, it is a true statement in my mind. It happened. Um, I think it's absolutely true. Dable is that guy, and I I, I think they needed to see this was a, a, again a box that they needed to check for Daniel Jones. Can he handle this kind of um, this kind of pressure on him? First day, first practice, preseason, training camp, and. He, Lord knows the New York media was all over him for it. Man, <laughs> Every we were. freaking practice. Yep. We were. Everybody we were. Has, he's handled it all. He's heard it all. Saquon said it himself. You, you'd be foolish if you thought Daniel Jones doesn't know what's going on out here. He's heard it all, and he's bounced back. He's freaking for, came out with flying colors, man. Love for, it. For Dable to, to like go into this preseason and say, I've got a guy that's played three years. He knows well aware. Bad coaching, bad surrounding cast. He knows all that stuff. Let's mm-hmm. see what he's made of. Let's see what we have in this quarterback because there's some physical traits that I could work with, but I got to know what he's got between the ears. For, like, is this not the most brilliant thing ever? And so, oh, yeah. quick quick it's shout Batman. out to, to our guys. A guy named Tyler Dunn dropped this story, and our guys at Big Blue Beards are going to have him on tomorrow night, 7.30. Yes. Big, Big Blue Beards, so go check that out tomorrow night. Check them out. If Absolutely. you want to hear more about check that story. Out. But my ass was in those bleachers at camp. And I was reporting from New York Revival. I was posting clips and I was leaving practice and I was recording videos. I'm like, guys, uh, Tyrod Taylor looked a little, I hate to say this, but Tyrod Taylor has got a grip on this offense and Daniel looks fucking lost, like fucking lost. And that was like how much, I'm going to find some old clips and and post them because how perfect and how much sense does that make now that that was literally intentional the entire time just to see how he would handle adversity, to see the backup quarterback was signed to be a backup coming in here slaying for his downs and he can't it. find it. he's getting sacked <laughs> like he look would be sacks every single play just to see how he would handle it you gotta break him like, down to build them up yep break him down so, to build them up i'm gonna say this really quick right tough love is the best love right like mm-hmm. we've seen him put daniel jones through that ringer like guys we were even saying i think when me and you went to a uh, fan fest speed we was like, man, Tyrod Taylor looks good. We were saying it throughout the year at the beginning. Tyrod Taylor might be the starter in week three. You know what I mean? But if that was what his goal was to make him look better and, and put Daniel Jones through that ringer, it worked because look at his success now, right? Daniel Jones is having a good year thus far. And listen, it went from Brian Dayball flipping out on him at the bench. Remember that, that at the beginning of the season? When Brian yeah. Dayball's like, yo, what are you doing? Yo, what the hell are you doing? It got in his face to actually smiling at him to like, I'm a full bloom love. Yeah, you know what I mean? that, that so, was a full bloom love smile. It's <laughs> working. So you know what I mean? If that was the the, the mind of Dayball, it worked, man. Shout out to Dayball. I thought I, it was you great. Go back to the conference, the press conferences too, though. He was not giving DJ anything. He was like, you know, the quarterback's okay. He wouldn't even say his name a couple of times. He wasn't he wasn't talked about as a future. You know, he gave him tough love any avenue you could possibly get it from. And he's come back and earned that fucking love, man. He's earned it. I got to show you guys one more clip. One more clip. Because I pay attention to little things I see in the game and on the sideline. And not just from the Giants, from other teams, right? Like, I see Kyler Murray, when he plays, his body language Mm -hmm. is so fucking bad. Mm -hmm. I see him mouthing off to his coach, to his receiver. Like, they just gave that dude a huge bag, and they're fucked. Because that's not the kind of attitude that's just going to all of a sudden flip and become, like, the guy that you want. 
the way Daniel Jones teammates were responding to him on the sideline means a lot. Right. 100%. And I'm going to show you this clip here. We have his boy Saquon, who you know Saquon's been in his corner loves since him. day one, right? Absolutely loves. We would say, find somebody that loves you like Saquon loves DJ. Um, <laughs> yep. But then Dexter Lawrence, your defensive captain, is waiting, and there's defensive players waiting to get at their quarterback to dab him up. So like, uh, wrong clip. <laughs> but uh, we're live. Look at, Dex. We're live. Look, at look at it. Look at yes. Dex coming over. That was Saquon. There's Dex. There's guys waiting, giving them like everyone's waiting yes. to get a piece of them. Yeah, I'm proud of him, right? They see how this dude works. Saquon couldn't possibly say better things about him, right? Every and time and that was that, there. and that was that moment where the crowd was chanting Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, guys. That was an Who incredible and electric. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who would have fucking ovation? Ovation. The way Daniel the way Jones, this season game, we we so earned as fans. We so needed a season like this because it's been yes. so bad. But the way this particular season played out. Never really seen anything like this, where the expectations were so low, where seven wins seemed high as a yeah. as a prediction. Yeah, right. Yeah. We had yep. we had beat reporters projecting three wins for this team. <laughs> when Joe Judge got four, shout out Pat like, Leonard, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Shout good out call. Pat Leonard for putting yeah, yeah, the yeah, call yeah, yeah. face on. You ass clown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. We know the drill. We know the drill. But yeah, guys, um, I, I just want to do this too here before. I mean, if you got any more to add, there, you're good. You're good. I just it. want to add on as a new segment we have here to what got you pissed and what is he thinking. But guys, we have something called the Fuck You Awards. Welcome <laughs> to New York Revival's first yeah, annual buddy. Fuck You Awards. So guys, who is your award givers? And I'm going to start with Mr. Glass Half Full. Who are you handing out your Fuck You Awards to for this year? Go ahead. Yo, I mean, listen, to me, it, it's it's Saquon still. It's Saquon. You know, he, he has taken so much trash over the years. For an elite talent, I kept saying this is this guy, if he's healthy, is the number one running back in the NFL. And he has just went on a fuck you tour and said, Yeah, I'm gonna show you guys I should I'm elite. I'm elite. And he put it himself back on the map. He has carried this offense to the playoffs. As much as we love Daniel Jones, Saquon has been irreplaceable. Every time Saquon has a good game, this offense has a good game. Saquon is him, he is our star. He's going to be the face of this franchise, you know, whether Daniel Jones is back or not. I think Saquon's going to be the face of this franchise. He has broken his – he's now have the career uh, best career year in rushing yards. I love this kid. He's everything a New York Giant should be made of. Saquon Barkley said, fuck you guys. I'm back. He, he, said, fuck, he said fuck everybody saquon yeah. he said it preseason <laughs> yes, then he did it all year i'm gonna i'm yeah, gonna give did. some flowers to darius slayton because yeah. this guy this guy was on the chopping block he was on the trading block he was by all reports on his way out and what did the guy do except put his head down go to work and just wait for his opportunity Amen. and, and until richie james and hodgins arrived and got their shit together Slayton was kind of all we had mm -hmm. for, for a stretch mm -hmm. of the season yeah. here. And he never once said anything, right? The dude just was quiet Amen. and he worked. He probably wants to scream, fuck you now, right? Everything that was <laughs> yeah. about him. So I'll, yeah. say it, I'll say it for him. Um, fuck you! Uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, babe. Sorry, kids. No, I'll put the kids <laughs> back to bed. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, guys. I'm going to hand out my fuck you award to someone I never thought that can actually have a fuck you tour. 
It's Mr. Daniel Jones, guys. Hey, go ahead. Go Mr. Ahead. Daniel Jones, man. Daniel Jones right now is having a fuck you tour all year to every Giants person in the community that doubted mm-hmm. him, even to me. I got egg mm-hmm. all over my face right now because no matter what you can do, you can't debate anymore, especially after that game. That was his huge coming out party, guys, this last game. You got to give credit where credit's due. He's hitting mm-hmm. career highs right now. Yes, it's mm-hmm. not the five, 4,000 yard that some people may want, but he's scoring. He's winning games. He's having fourth quarter comebacks. Guys, he's saying, fuck you right now to yeah. everyone that doubted yeah. him, even when they didn't give him the fifth year option. He's like, hey, fuck you, Joe Shane. I'm going to show you. You should have gave me that fifth year option. Mm-hmm. And boy, we're going to have to pay this man to keep him around and to win us some more games. But right now, my fuck you award, Daniel Jones is saying, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> right hold now. on. So, shout we, out. we have to also uh, shout out. We have honorable, honorable mention. Fuck you awards. We have sexy Dexy. Everybody oh. tried to tell us, oh, he was overdrafted at seventeen. He's a two down, two down defensive tackle. You got to take him off the field. Oh yeah, seven and a half sacks later, this guy is going to the Pro Bowl. Fuck you. How about who else we got? We got Brandon Collins. Well, Landon, Landon Collins. Collins. Landon Collins. Landon Collins, the great honor I mentioned. Saying, saying fuck you to Dave Gettleman and everybody else out there that wanted him to ask on, which I was one of those guys, but uh, hand up. Uh, he, he's <laughs> proven me wrong. He's come back. He's making plays. Hodgins, uh, he was left for dead. We picked him up in the middle of November. Richie James, I was saying, uh, he, fuck you. To, he said fuck you to me because I counted him out too. And he has come back and just doing his thing. There is so many pe- people on this on this team that have, have were left for dead and have come yeah. back strong, strong. You know, so we gotta we, say, like, there, there's we, so within this season, aside Nick from Gates. the obvious, uh, that's what I, I was Nick just Gates. going there with with the DJ and Saquon storylines that that dominate. There's a lot of little stories that were woven into the story of this year. We put out a poll the other day that got a ton of votes, and it was actually like pretty evenly split between Hodgins, Nick Gates, and Collins, yep. right? Of these yep. three stories, yep. Landon Collins, like we we called him out for making plays last week. He flipped this game, like he turned this game into a yes. blowout with that pick yes. six. Yeah. The game was yeah, within absolutely. reach when he did that. It was only 14-3 at that time. He made it 21-3, just absolutely smushed him. That was it. The Colts, they were they, they were done, bro. They were fucking done <laughs> when that pick six happened. You saw the look it. on their faces. The players started yeah, giving up. I was watching yeah. the game with a couple of friends, and we were just watching the Colts, like they gave up. They they mm-hmm. just want to get the fuck out of New Jersey right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. and that was obvious. Yeah, and it was it was that Collins play that that flipped the script on that game. Hundred percent. So guys, I want to ask you this, and then first we're going to make this a little more interactive. So I want the chat to get in there, please. Let us yes. know, right? This is the Yo, last chat's game coming of with season. Thank chat's you. Chat's coming with, with it, it tonight. Bring I see it. you guys out there. <laughs> and it's very simple, guys. Rest or play. That's the only answer Ooh. that you're going to have to give when I answer or ask you this question. Guys, on this last game of the season against the Eagles, are you resting your players or are you playing them? Chat, get in there. Rest or play? But I'm going to start with Mr. Glass Half Full, man. Last week of the game, the Philadelphia Eagles, we got nothing to play for. If you're a day ball, are you resting or are you playing your players? Give it a whirl. But let's, let's just go back and just talk. Just say that one more time. We got the New York Giants yeah, in, yeah. in 2022 – Get to say we might we could rest our players in the last week because we've been saying we were praying that the Eagles 
we're going to rest their players. Now the Eagles got to play for this game, and the Giants get to 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 decide whether they want to rest their players. Amazing to hear out loud. But Absolutely. I'm going to say, you know what? Whatever we're doing from here on out, we're playing with house money. The the upside to playing Philly, who is the best, a, a top three team and the best team in the NFC, the upside to playing them toe-to-toe, even if you lose, the confidence gain is e- immeasurable, immeasurable. They, that shows you you can play with anybody in the league at that point. That confidence going into that Minnesota game, you're like, Minnesota? Yes, we're going to run right through you guys. Like That confidence is what gave the 2007 Giants against the Patriots that ability to get through everybody. That everybody needs that. The whole team needs it. If you get injured, so be it, man. Like you're gonna get you can get injured on any play in any game of the season. It is what it is at that point. If this game turns into a blowout, you take them out at that point. You play the guys, you give them the chance to get, get uh confidence against the Eagles. I say play them. Play them, baby. Let's go. <laughs> there's, there's, there's one word that Spiro said <laughs> to sum it up: upside. Right? Yes. You're talking about risk reward. The reward for playing your guys and beating Philly outweighs the risk of playing another football game, which you Mm -hmm. do every week. This is what you do, right? So to go out there and beat Philly, I don't care who Philly has out there, right? To go out there and beat their ass, because they're gonna play. They want the one they have they have to play this game, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. To go out there and beat them is the kind of win that could send you into Minnesota, most likely, right? And be like, fuck you, yeah. Minnesota. We just took care of Philly. We're ready to do this, right? It would be scrumptious. Oh, it would be Pilgrim. delicious. It would, it would be just fucking go for it. Just go beat their ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just saw the name pop up, and I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, yeah, you did it right. <laughs> Shout out, man. Yeah, that's all Uncle we Rob- know. What's going on? Uncle man. Robert. Uncle Rob, Rob. Shout out, Uncle Rob. Shout out, Uncle Rob, man. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Put that out there. Cool. It's a, Eli's it's Eli's Eli's. Eli's. <laughs> Yo, hold on. Wait. Wait. Hold on. For, Uncle Rob, thank you for watching the show, man. Go ahead. Thank you for the comment. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I just I just had to shout him out there. You got it, man. <laughs> Upside. Upside. And somebody, I'm sorry, the chat's going fast and I missed it, but somebody said, like, what John Madden, John Madden called Tom Coughlin. And I think it was yes. after that Patriots game, yes. right? And said, good on you. For uh-huh. playing your guys. I was proud of that. You know, like all the positive things to say. So if you need John Madden and Tom Coughlin's blessing, you have it, right? Yes. This is the way, this is the yes. right thing to do. You you go play and you go fuck them up as yep. best you can. Ride this momentum. Like this is this is it, guys. One more regular this season is game, it. and then you're in the tournament. So get as much momentum as you can. Go beat their ass. Hey, four I, three I, Rangers, I totally by the way. Four three Rangers. Let's go. Deandre Miller. Let's go. Let's go. But guys, I, I right, echo the on, same you. thing Hefe said. Let me tell you one thing. I go to Tom Rock's Twitter page from time to time, and I read that pin tweet. And that pin tweet is John Madden talking to Tom Coughlin during the 2007 Super Bowl run where they wanted to play the Patriots, and we were already clinched by then. Guys, I read that to this day because that's powerful. You mm-hmm. got to take what the general said, man. Man, made John Madden rest in peace. But, guys, he was emotional. When the Giants went out there and fought their hearts out, even though they lost that game, he was like, listen, I'm all choked up. I'm emotional just thinking about it. And, guys, you got to. You got to go out there and play, and you play to win. Wrap up the season with divisional foes. You got to do it. I don't believe in sitting because I think rust does happen if you start to sit your players out. I think Mm -hmm. that rust will set in. 
if you let them go out there and just crack some helmets, guys, trust me, man, they'll be ready for this playoffs, especially if it's a close game or if they win it. Imagine right. the confidence going into the playoffs with a win or even with a loss that's just hard fought that these yeah. guys are going to come back and just kick ass. I'm telling you, play yeah. these guys. Let them keep going. This is an all-year sport. We, bye week is the only time you rest. Other than that, you had to play football throughout yeah. the entire freaking year. Go out there and play and show the people why you made it to the playoffs in the, to the beginning. Go out and there hey, and do your thing, man. Right. I'm, I'm totally, totally for these players playing, man. And I think Dave Ball's with it, too. We're on the same Philly page here. Is, is vulnerable right now. They are not playing their best ball. They lost their mojo. Jalen Hurts right that might be coming oh, back. Yeah. He hasn't played in a couple weeks. Lane Johnson is out. They're, oh, yeah. They're, they're, That's they're huge. They're ripe for the That's picking. That's a huge here. loss. Ripe for the picking. And it, who knows? Again, who knows? If, if the game starts getting out of hand, then they you won't. start pulling your guys. And, and, and But but give it your best until until it, you know until you can't play you can't play anymore. So give it your best. Leave it out there because again. The upside is immeasurable. immeasurable. I, com- I completely agree with Monty here, and it looks like a lot of people in the shout chat do Monty. too. So I mm-hmm. wanted to give him a shout here. Monty is yes. our guy. He helps us it's out true. behind the scenes too. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, there's. I, I kind of agree with him. If the Giants don't play their starters and they back into the playoffs, which is the same opportunity we have now, you're going to rest your – like we're not that kind of team, right? We're not a one or two seed that can just take off because we know what we got. No, right. we're a fiery on the cusp team. Go fucking throw punches. Like, oh, go beat and mind you, we might see the e- – who knows? We might see the Eagles again in the playoffs. Guess what kind of confidence you're going to have if you play the Eagles tough this week and you're going – you got to go up against them uh, again. Not like you played them the first time. You're going to have the utmost confidence if you play them tough this week going into the next matchup if we, you know, in a perfect world, see these guys down the line in the playoffs. So that's another factor. You got you to gotta play them tough and see what you got. This is a very big game for the coaching staff, too. The coaching staff now has a chance to adjust. They, they've seen them once. What can we do to pick apart the Eagles this time, the second time around? They're vulnerable. Go after them. Get them. Totally agree. And, guys, I just want to just another little topic we want to, you know, touch on a little bit there. But Kayvon Thibodeau had a big sack mm. against Nick Foles, man. Enormous guys, sack. Enormous <laughs> sack. Gigantic. Gigantic sack. Gigantic. Sack of the week. Everybody just hold up the gigantic sack of the week there. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like new segment. The new gigantic segment. sack. Hey, hey, we sure can't see you, but do it, do it with us at home. Go ahead. This is for us at home, home, guys. Also, hey, guys. Guys good. that are listening on the on uh, on our podcast uh, tomorrow, yes. we are actually holding our hands as if two balls are in each of our hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good point. Yes, good, good, you got to paint, paint the picture for the people that are just listening, okay? You got to point. So, guys, gigantic sack of the week. Kayvon Thibodeau hit Nick Foles. But, guys, that's not the only thing some controversy came out of the celebration of him making field angels um and unfortunately while he was doing that nick Foles was down hurt and injured on that play and jeff saturday didn't take too kindly of it he actually wanted to call it very trash um and etc i believe it was i'm not really sure but guys um trashy whatever it was classless it was trash but Guys, do you feel that was a reach? Do you feel like the celebration was a little bit too much? Because then another clip, it was it was him kind of going, you know, the night-night night, night night. symbol on the <laughs> sidelines there. But um, 
How do you feel about that, man? Was it too much of a celebration, or is Jeff Saturday just being Jeff Saturday? He's just overreacting. He's being a, a Karen over there. But I'm gonna start with Mr. <laughs> Mr. No, no, I'm gonna start with El Jefe on this one. What you got, man? What's your thoughts? You said Mr. El Jefe. That threw me yeah, off. Yeah, see? Yeah, I, say, I, I said, you know what? Nah, nah, nah. Let me go with El Jefe. He on is this. a Mr. El Jefe. He is a Mr. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, Mr. That's true. Um, <laughs> Jeff Saturday is an analyst he's not a head coach so he was, he was being an analyst so that's yeah. fine i do think thibodeau like was doing it a little too long i'm fine with yeah. the celebration but he was hitting Foles lifeless body a few times you know and he, <laughs> he started like oh look at that he's, he's like crumbling in pain i'm just gonna do about 17 more and get out of here um it did it did go on a little too long but i think he's a young man he's a rookie he's 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 becoming a star and he got caught up in the moment i think Looking back at it, he's going to learn from this, right? Mm-hmm. And he's going to realize if you if you break someone's ribs, maybe pull back on the celebration a tiny bit. <laughs> um, this, I think, may have been more towards like that's Game the game's over, over yeah. right? That that's game. So I I I honestly I had a problem with it until Jeff Saturday came out and called it trash. I'm like, <laughs> fuck that, bro. He's a rookie. Like then I started yeah. defending Thibodeau. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But I think it's just like a rookie thing that he'll learn from. He's a, he's a stud. He just got a sack in a huge mm-hmm. playoff clinching game. Like he's he has the right to celebrate as all players do. But I just think it went on a little long, and I think he knows that. So I'm not I'm not sweating it. Yeah, speak. Uh, listen, we need some dogs on this defense, and Kayvon Thibodeau is a dog. And I'm perfectly okay with what happened. I truly don't think he knew that Foles was convulsing next to him while he's doing this, <laughs> doing his snow angel. Foles was like, knew oh. that. I know. He's like, oh. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was a bad look. It was bad. I don't think he knew what was happening. Having said that, convulsing, yo, and he was though. That's the fucked up part. Holy shit. Kayvon is a dog. He's aggressive. He got after it. He got a big ass sack, a big gigantic sack, and and he he celebrated. I'm okay with it. Um, And the night night was thing, like Jeff said, he he was putting him to sleep. It's game over. So I um I I don't care. I don't care what he did. And he's a smart guy. He will learn from it. He won't be. He won't. I think he'll next time make sure that the quarterback's okay. Then celebrate. Right. Every rep is a learning experience for these young guys, and every sack is a learning experience. This will be one of one of fifty sacks in the future. One of like 60, 70, 80. It won't matter. Won't, he won't be going OD Snow Angel. You know, he'll do the nice, relaxed Michael Strahan. You know, or you know, he's gonna find his own. Or the sack Justin. Dance. Yes, Justin. He'll find a sack dance. He's I like this up. one. I like those ones. Ooh, I know. Me too. I like I do that every time. Do that every time. Like you said, you gotta get the legs kicking in the background with the legs, legs slapping, as TK said last time. Yeah, gotta have the legs yeah. clapping. No, nah, but uh, fuck it. I'm in. Yo, KT's KT's a dog. I want a dog on my defense. He went to eat. Give me That's the dog. Eli, you got I a problem it, with it? No, I don't. But I do get optics, right? Because in, in the job that yeah. I do, they tell you, "Hey, you're in uniform, and you got to make sure the optics is an exact." So I get optics, right? It was a little bit too long. The night-night thing seemed like it was tasteless or whatever the case is. But, guys, one thing he is, it, it was a big sack, a huge game, uh, and it was a celebration. <laughs> For me, it was a big sack. <laughs> it was a big sack, and it was a celebration. Guys, I didn't find anything wrong with it. And I think Coach Dayball is just going to put him to the side and be like, hey, yo, 
just got to, you know, get up off that ground a yep. little bit sooner because yep. your teammates sure. are trying to pick you up to say, yo, all right, let's roll. And you didn't yep. get the signal. Get your ass up, get up off that field, sit down, and respect the other player that could be injured on that play. You know what I mean? It's so just, it's a learning yeah. curve. But uh, right. I like that dog there. I like that mm-hmm. pit bull in him. You know what I mean? So I don't want to tame him too much and take away from Great. what he does best, and that's being attacking. And that's a, being an attacking defensive lineman. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you learn from it. You learn. You celebrate. Get up and get out the way. That's it, man. But I have no issue with it at all. Go keep, continue to be that dog, man. Go. One more. Or they just Saturday was more pissed at his own lineman for not yeah. sticking oh, up yeah. for his quarterback yeah. than he was anybody else. As a he former old lineman, yes, he was. He, he, yeah. he, he was sh- he was calling out his pussy ass lineman for not for not sticking <laughs> up for him. Because they did that's I mean, what's happening. You <laughs> let a man snow angel next to your yeah, dying I, I, quarterback I, I for quite some time. Drop with a people's elbow on his ass if he's Facts. <laughs> Can I pull an Eli and, and throw a curveball at you guys? I can't do it with you guys. I can't do it. I can't do uh, it. <laughs> if you, because we're talking about celebrations, if you were, say, a wide receiver in the NFL, which you both could definitely be, mm-hmm. would you, when, you score, when you score a touchdown, what would your celebration <laughs> be if you have one? Or would you be a guy like a Barry Sanders? You just flip the ball to the ref and you go no, back and another day. <laughs> If you're in the chat, let me know what you're celebrating. I used to love what, what's the, the the tight end on San San Diego opening up the, the, the football and chalking it. That was like a, a little celebration. I'm not gonna OD this 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 choreographed fucking touchdown dance. Everybody gets in. No, I'm gonna have my little fun, little little open up the pineapple, drink it, and then slam it down, or you know, and then that's it. You know, but I gotta I gotta have a little something. I had a little something because not everybody scores a touchdown every game. You, 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 you at your best, you're scoring maybe maybe five six. Have some fucking fun, Enzo. Sumo wrestle with the goalposts is a very good. That's a good one. That's a good one, guys. I'm gonna be a little more flamboyant. I'm gonna be a little more flashy. So I'm thinking like Ocho Cinco Hall of Fame jacket that says Hall of Fame Year 20 blah 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 blah. So I could have one of those jackets. I'll probably do freaking Odell go. and break dance or something. Like, guys, yeah. I'll do something even crazy. Like, I'll go on the Dallas Star and do the T.O. Like, I'll do all <laughs> of those, bro. I really, really would. You know what I mean? Like, I'll be that guy, type Mike. of wide receiver to be like, oh, this isn't good for the game. And I'll be, I'll, <laughs> yes. I'll be that type of guy. This, this is yes. all class. This is tasteless. Oh, this guy has no class. And I'm going to just eat it alive and be like, yep, I scored. Fuck you! I'm the greatest. That's yeah, just me. Go. That's, that's just how I do it. Now you, you know mean? a little bit more about you me. Than you yeah, right. Like you that. gotta do yeah, it. Right. Shoot. It says a lot about you. I think I would. Now that yeah, you can get right. your teammates, you get your teammates involved and shit. I probably oh, do yeah. a little like air guitar, a little Austin Eckler air guitar, and then nice. like crap, crowd surf, crowd surf into my nice, teammates and nice. jump on. Yes. Like, keep going. Something nice. like that. That's yeah. fire. That's yeah. fire. We got to right. do something like that in like the offseason. But guys, listen, yeah. here's a great segment that you guys all wait for, man. And this week is, uh, what got you pissed, man? <laughs> right? So, guys, what got you pissed, man? And I'm going to start with El Jefe on this one. So, we're going to easily break this down, man. Speed, you want to do the honest? Let's do one, two, three. What, what got, got you, you pissed, man? <laughs> I jumped the gun there. I jumped the gun. You did? <laughs> that's why I got to give him the eye to kind of make up for it. What got that's, you pissed, man? Because that's not how we practiced it before. Sorry, sorry. No, we're not going to. Um, what got me pissed, and I'm not going to go too long because I want to keep the vibes good here. 
Um, oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming. Oh, I'm recording oh. it tomorrow. I promise Sorry. you, I'm recording it tomorrow. I got you, Sauce. I'm promise. I promise you, I didn't forget. I'm recording it tomorrow in my backyard. <laughs> I got you. I promise. Yeah. I uh, promise. What got me pissed is there are still some fans that are resisting this season and the success that we've had. I was in a Twitter space last week yeah. before this Colts game. <laughs> it was last week, and there were fans saying they would prefer us to lose out for draft position. Wild, bro. Wild. We are so past the point of thinking about like a yes. top five or top ten draft pick. Like, get out of your own fu- – like, why are you a fan? The whole point of being a fan, which is to root for something that you have no control over, right? Mm-hmm. Because when it goes great, it's fucking magical. And only one team wins Super Bowl every year. It's it's like understood, right? Like 31 yeah. fan bases are going to be disappointed at the end of every single season. You have a team that's about to go to the playoffs. You're like, uh, uh, uh. I would Dude. rather back this up, get some young guys <laughs> in here, and see what they could do in a couple of years. Like, what the – what Unreal. the point of having good those good young players is to get to the playoffs and see what right. happens. Right. That fucking drove me crazy. I logged off for the day and I I, <laughs> I thought about it like five different times. Since, and I and I can't I can't get over it. How can you possibly you, think about the draft at this point in the season? It's over. It's my nummy, bro. Ridiculous. My nummy. I agree. I agree. Get I like see, this is a therapy right this is, here. You know Get what? It this, is chest. Chest. this is good for Get us. Usa, Usa. Usa. Push out the jives. Bring in the love. <laughs> <laughs> Bring in the love. <laughs> That's me. What you got, me? <laughs> oh man, I, I listen, I hate to bring this into this kind of zone here, but I what oh so what got me pissed is how oh. My bad. Hold on, Hefe. We got to do this right here. Yeah, One, me, two, three. What got you pissed, man? <laughs> <laughs> what got me pissed is how the NFL fucking handled yesterday's unbelievably sad moment, unbelievably shitty moment. That was the NFL's chance to just do the right thing real quick. Understand the gravity of the situation. The room, when the yeah. fucking ambulance has pulled out onto the goddamn field and a guy's getting resuscitated on the field, it's probably time to fucking say this game is suspended. Don't even think about Don't make Joe Burrow throw passes to get warmed up. Fucking end it there. Use your head for one second. The NFL is so damn reactive that they sat there and got roasted by the whole world until they're like, hmm, you know what? Maybe it's a good decision to not go on with this game when this guy's life is on a line and all of his teammates are going to play like shit afterwards, Bengals guys feel bad. Bills guys feel bad. Let's suspend this game. Should have done it within five seconds. As soon as that goddamn ambulance came back, as soon as it took 15 minutes to get this guy fucking breathing again and on, and his heart pumping again, that's when he should have made the decision, not fucking 20 minutes later, half hour later. Shouldn't have put it on the coaches either. So fuck you, Roger Goodell, and whoever else was in, in there. Troy Vincent, I don't give a shit. NFL, be better. Be better at what you do, man. You are you're absolutely right. It. I think it was the two coaches getting together. So like, we're not we're not going yeah, we're not going back. We're Correct. not going back. So the NFL was trying to play that game. So um they give five minutes. They tried to say five minutes after so ridiculous. Got... I know we're we're trying to keep the vibes good here for everybody, but that's that's Sorry, worth saying yeah. that that was because it was like 45 minutes before they officially did it. Like the NFL wanted to continue, and it was the coaches bullshit. Kudos to the Bengals coach who was just 
couldn't have been more like empathetic and like yeah, just like, seemed, can seemed we like not a do good, this? Yeah. He, he seemed agree. like a good dude. It just it wasn't and, right. And 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 I just want to piggyback that before. Yeah, what you got, what got again. you pissed, man? Um <laughs> this definitely got me pissed. And I just want to piggyback on what Spiro said. And uh, again, guys, we're gonna of course kick this party going and keep it going for sure, guys. But what got me pissed is that you know, I put out a tweet and I said, Hey, end this game with a tie. Like the NFL has to figure this out. I get it. I'm a guy that's against ties too, but with a tragic event that just happened yesterday, I'm like, yo, just just call this game. Do something. Figure it out. And when I put in there, the comments was, this is the biggest game of the year. How dare you call for a tie? What got me pissed is the people. Like, the guys that don't cherish human life. The guys that don't understand the tragic event that just happened on someone potentially that could have lost their life. Guys, if you don't have that that filter or that understanding in your brain, I question your sanity at this point. I question yep. how human are you. I question you, man, some God in your life, man, because he's in minds. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to make this church or a sermon. But, guys, the lack of empathy for human life, man, what is this world coming to? I'm pissed off, yep. man, and disappointed in the people that actually responded to me in that way and caused me to log off for the rest of the day. I couldn't handle that mentally, yeah. but I'm very upset and disappointed in humans that actually think like that, that just doesn't think that these guys are human, that they're just athletes, that their robots can go out and just put their bodies on the line and their lives on the line every day. What that shows you is that the NFL is real and there's some human aspect to it. So before you say this guy sucks or he's not doing something for your fantasy, just understand that that's a human body or a human person that you speak into or talking to in that manner. So do better, guys, honestly. But that's what got me pissed, man. Yeah, but um, guys, I, Eli, one, real quick, I one just want to say silver, silver lining on the whole thing is it shows number one, like how compassionate all the guys were on the field, the brotherhood mm -hmm. that is real. Absolutely. And I'm glad that'll happen. Mm -hmm. But also, what social media can do for good is oh, like yeah. they were like you know, I was one of the people who felt helpless. Like, what can we possibly do in this time? And then you saw that this guy, he's only, when he was like 22 or 23 years old, he started a toy drive, right? And he had yeah. a goal, a GoFundMe of a goal of $2,500, which like seems very low considering you're in the NFL, but whatever. It only had a, like seven grand or something before yesterday. It's over $4 million right now. Unbelievable. In, it, like it's 24 hours since the injury. $4 million. So, like, so it just shows like kind of the good that can come mm -hmm. from terrible situations. And like the guy, I, I hope to God that he pulls through and it, it like recent Amen. reports seems like it's, it's trending. Well, yes. it's going in a good direction. He's still fighting. So like God willing, he pulls through and, and we learned something from this, but at least it showed some of the good that can come from bad situations. Amen. And, an and another thing, yeah, guys, why wait to something tragic to happen to support somebody, something that is that good. Go and donated that money. That should have been four million dollars a long right. time ago. What he was doing, right. wow, you know what I mean? Still gone. Why wow. wait yeah, that long? Look at that. Why wait that long for something tragic to happen to go support? Support Listen, the good guys. Come on, use your brain out there, man. Social but media is so <clears throat> shitty for so many reasons, but sometimes good things like this happen where you know you, you, it catches fire. It also helps you weed out the fucking morons that were tweeting about how they care about their fantasy team and now their their bets were not going <laughs> to get cashed and. Go, go fuck yourself. How about that? Like, Crazy. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Um, more important. Twice on Sunday, too. Go fuck yeah, yourself man. twice mm -hmm. on Sunday. Yeah. The, we'll figure out your, your fantasy team later. The guy is barely breathing. He's in critical condition. Have a fucking heart. 
don't know. I agree. All right. Anyways, but guys, listen, another, we said enough. We said enough. We said enough, right? We come on, guys. We already know how we yeah, feel. I, I had to get that chest. off my chest. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. But guys, listen, let me tell thank you, you for this, listening, man. chat. And thank you. Thank you guys mm-hmm. for uh hanging with us and understanding that we had to get that off our chest as well. And hopefully speaking for some people again that that had the same and sentiments as us. And trust me, man, we feel your support, man. We said that with a heavy said. heart. So it just had to uh, be said. Yeah, mm-hmm. prayers for uh Damar Hamlin, please, man. Prayers hey, up for him. Um, so guys, this is a good segment, of course, man. A New York revival. We love to talk about this. Is oh yeah, to El Jefe here, man. Why not? <laughs> this is the what is he thinking? <laughs> right, so we got a nice clip. We're gonna pull it up, and we're all gonna give our little riffs on it, man. And we're gonna start with uh, this nice, wonderful film of Coach Dayball giving Daniel Jones <laughs> "Love Is in the Air" vibes. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, you, so let's bring it up. You seen that one, right? You saw the clip of of the way Dave's. I showed it before. The way Dave's was looking at him, yeah. but I'm gonna show you something right here. Uh, it's a little different. Is he throwing us a little curveball? So but it's still, still, yeah, it's still, right. it's still, what, it's still what's he, what was he thinking? Still love. All right. is, <laughs> if you're Coach Dable, right, you were handed this shitstorm, the same shitstorm that Joe Shane was, and you just coached this team to a playoff berth at home, right? And you're about to hug your GM and say thank you to the Giants fans. So I want to show you this real quick. Right. First of all, that embrace is not a normal embrace among colleagues. No, love. Look what he does right here. Look at these fans. Like love the him. way the he way love the, look at him. Man. This guy just fucking mm, gets he loves it. us. We love him. I so what he's thinking him. is like, thank you, God. Every team I coached for that led me mm-hmm. to the New York Giants is what mm-hmm. he's thinking right there. I'm where I belong. I'm about to take this team places. And we have the coach. Like God bless the broken road that led us to Brian Day. Yeah, yeah. No, no doubt. No <laughs> I'm sorry. No I'm doubt. sorry. I didn't want to You're say right. that, but it was like coming out before I could stop it. <laughs> that was great. Dude, you're right. That was a curveball. That because that was the LFA special curveball. I love that. I know. But guys, I, I, I echo that man. What is he thinking? I, I think the same thing, man. Like finally, I got to the like to this point. Like you know, Dude, like yes. Good for him, man. I, I like that. One. He embraced New York. From day one, before the season even started, he was sitting at Ranger games. By the way, five three empty net goal from Ch- uh, from Heidel. Game over. Let's go. Uh, he was he was going to playoff games and fucking and and losing his voice again after it. And this th- this guy is born to be the coach of the New York Giants. I listen. I love. I, I like Joe. Well, Joe Judge was saying in the press conferences, but he never showed this kind of passion on the field that Dable is showing right now. He has so much awesome passion. You hear what um, and there was a clip by that happened earlier today with uh, what's her name? Um, Aaron, Aaron Andrews. Andrews. Aaron Andrews saying how she is in love with Dable. He hangs out with the equipment guys, the kitchen staff. He just says all the right things. He does all the right things. He is genuinely an awesome guy. He's not a fucking car salesman like the other like Joe Judge. He actually does all the things that he says, and I love this guy with a damn passion. I just want to. Take his head and just rub it. He is like a, an awesome uncle that it, it, that you just want to party with all the time. I, I bet you he fucking throws down too in a party. Oh, he can, I bet he you he drink, throws down. He can drink, he smokes cigars. Like, how do you not just when he had that week one? He got me week one when he had when he's like he held his pouch yes, dude. and he's yep, like, This guy's yep, gonna miss the field yep. goal, he's gonna miss the field goal, and he just 
he, he lost it with passion after the game was yeah. all over. He had that same like, look. This guy, this guy, he's it. He's when the him. game when the game was finally over, right? Like seconds ticking by, and he turns around and just goes, Let's go. Dude. He screams yes. like to his coaches, to his yep. his the all the players right there, and you just see Wink like smiling, smiling at, him. at him. And then he yep. had that look, he had that same look that he did after that Tennessee game that just like yes. on the verge of tears because I want this so fucking bad yep. and, and I'm earning it. You know what I mean? Like just I don't know how you could possibly not love this guy. Like it's, just don't doubt him. If they decide to bring Daniel Jones back long term, just trust it. Okay, right. this, guy know, this guy knows yep. what he's doing. Just fucking yes. trust it. Yep. And enough of the debates, man. Enough, enough, enough. And Joe, Shane, and Dayball, we trust. <laughs> Guys, he took Shane Daniel trained. Jones from a turnover machine to an actual competent quarterback. <laughs> Let's be honest here. The yeah. best in the league at turnovers to not turning the ball over at all. He's the cause of us winning games and not losing them. That is coaching, and I'm going to trust all of that to the bank, whether they keep him or not. But, guys, I tell you, they're going to keep Daniel Jones, man. But, guys, unfortunately, man, this is the part of the show. We got to call it a wrap. But before we call it a wrap, I just want to go around the room really quick. We got the Philly here. Uh, Prediction. Hefe, what you got? Prediction. Oh, 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 oh. I don't even know who's playing in this game. Hopefully everybody's (laughs) there. I'm assuming. You know what? Fuck it. Fuck it. We're going to Philly. We're riding the momentum. Ooh. 27-24 Giants. Oh, Ooh. W in okay. Philly to ruin their fucking. Okay. I'm not. I'm not predicting a fucking loss at this point. I'm on such a high. From, like no. no. Oh, I'd rather be man. wrong. I'd rather be wrong and predict a win at this. Speed, point. go. Speed. <laughs> That's facts. Speed, go. What um, you got? I'm gonna say. Oh God, now I. Now I, I, like, I don't want to bring down the vibes here. I, I think we are going to play a hell of a game. I think it's going to be a battle the whole way. I want to say. Show some cojones. Show some fucking game. cojones. All right. All right. Fine. Fine. Fuck it. Be, fine, I'd rather fine. you be wrong. This is a good vibe. We, show. we win 24 to 22. <gasps> Last second field goal. Let's go. Let's go, Giants. We're going bam, to Philly. Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> Let's go. Eli, don't you dare. Your vibes. You heard me, honey. You heard me. <laughs> 35 24, 24 New York Giants, baby. 35 24 New York Giants. Book it, baby. That's how excited I am. We're going to score 35 on that ass, and they're going to score 24. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if I'm wrong. We win in that game. Blow up, baby. Let's roll. Let's do it. <laughs> and on that note, guys, wow. thank you for spending your Tuesday night with us, man. It is your boy, Eli Rax, a.k.a. Vibes. And this is New York Revival, where it's not just sports, it's entertainment. And on my brother's head, man, on behalf of Mr. Glass Half Full, and that's Speed if you nasty, man. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother LFA, aka White Jersey, aka Blue Jersey, aka Damon Daniel, aka L Chefe, aka Katar Douche, aka Acoustic Guy, whatever the hell he is, aka this guy. And we are out of here. Peace. <laughs>